0: Welcome to the Ask a Spiritual Director podcast, where spiritual directors respond to your questions about all things related to connecting with God on our individual and communal journeys. I'm Samuel Ogles.
1: And I'm Kimberly Pelletier. And in episode seven, we are going to explore the question Where is God in my exhausting, just getting by parenting routine? And if you would like us to explore your question on the show, we would love to hear from you. There is a link in the show notes.
0: Boy, what a question. I feel like you can hear a lot of emotion in the work, right? My exhausting, mm-hmm. just getting by parenting routine. Mm-hmm. There's a distraught element to yeah. That. So, I I mean, full disclosure, I am not a parent, mm-hmm. um, so I don't have any children, but you do. Mm-hmm. And how many do you have? Three. Three. Three kids. Um, yeah. And young-ish.
1: Young-ish, and I feel this question. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not that you won't have anything to say. I mean, you know. Sure. But, yeah, I definitely lived that life and lived that question. And, um... Yeah, I've been thinking about this question since since it was submitted, and um, and, and part of it is like, yeah, where is God? In that
0: <laughs> <foster>? <laughs> good question, I, mean, I gotta right? be honest.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, where is God? But um, and so after I get past my my deep honesty in that, um, there is, in all seriousness, there there are places where God is really is really present. There's so many ways to go at this. Um, and I think if I was sitting with someone in a room. We would probably explore this um, from a few different angles because, mm. like you said, it's such a loaded, like you feel the loaded, I don't emotion in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and to pay attention to that underlying exhaustion. I mean, there are just some necessary, necessarily exhausting, exhausting seasons. I mean, a newborn at home, you know, mm. or, uh, you know twins at any, <laughs> at yeah. a lot of different phases, or, you know, a second child and you have a little toddler, you know, and like all these things. I mean, there's just, there's so many of these transitional times um, when this is an exhausting routine, but there are times when it's extra exhausting. And I do kind of hear that in this question. And mm. so I wonder, um, is there, I think we would explore, is, is there an invitation here to something more is there a place that's of rest that's needed? Um, mm. And partly inside, when I say that, I kind of laugh and like roll my eyes because if you say that to a parent with young kids, you're like, oh my gosh, you don't even understand my life. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, sure. Let me yeah. just go on retreat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's
1: a nice four letter word rest. <laughs> I'm sure I never get that. Um, and so I really, really get that. I really feel that. Um, but my spiritual director, um, who's been, I've been meeting with her for many years. I mean, and through those years um, of really little kids, um, my first two were just over a year apart and back to back and surprised. And during um, that, right after my second one was born, um, I developed fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. And so I had this like whammy of two little kids at home. At the time, my husband was traveling more. Um, like a week every month. And I mean, I just, we didn't know, I should say I had undiagnosed fibromyalgia because we didn't know it was wrong. And so I just Mm. felt terrible all the time Mm. and felt like a terrible mother and had a, you know, a six month old and a, you know, 18 month old or whatever. I mean, it was just, Mm -hmm. I mean, my, my life felt like a zoo. I mean, like morning till night, no one napped at the same time. And there's just a way in which you just can't get a lot of sanity in certain seasons. Um, Mm. It's a very
0: small world for that time.
1: Yes, it just is a very small world. And so part of me wants to say, when I hear that question, like if there's a true like, I mean, and for a mother, a nursing mother, there is just some issues of sleep at the beginning that you just is what it is. And there's lots of different ways to go about addressing that, um, with the help of a partner or co-sleeping or all the different things people try and do to make their life work, you know, which they do having babies cry instead of eat. I mean, there's just a lot of, a lot of ways people go about that. Mm -hmm. Um, but that to say that foundation of some sleep is really necessary. Mm -hmm. Um, which sounds so dumb to say, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, so duh, I guess to say, but, um, it's hard to think spiritual formation or connecting with God when you're just not sleeping. I mean, it yes. just, there's nothing there.
0: I mean, totally. there's just
1: nothing there. And I, th- yeah. You
0: can't pour from an empty cup. Right. What they say. Right. Yeah. And, and you really and, can't. Yeah. And I work with uh, an organization now that hosts retreats. Mm-hmm. And actually, the leaders of that will say, they're sort of like a, a dedicated, um, silence and solitude mm. period. And they they do some promptings with, you know, scripture reflect on this passage, mm-hmm. or reflect on this, but they will say, um, you know, the, every retreat needs to begin with rest. Like every time of connecting with God needs to begin with rest. If that means a literal nap for you, yes. that's okay. You know, if, if you have a four hour chunk and you spend two or three of it napping, yeah. then I guess that's what you needed. Yes. It, like they, they say it's that important to, um, like you said, to the spiritual life and, and connecting yeah. and just, Human functioning, yeah. In addition to that, but for this right. question specifically, it's that important to your relationship with yeah God, whatever you can get,
1: right? It really is. That's so great that they say that because to I have know. that permission, yes. I mean, and to think, because I mean,
0: to be human, to, just to, to be fit totally a human, totally
1: human. human, yeah. And I think that that part of the incarnation. I mean, this is this and this season of my life when I was pregnant and having babies and nursing babies. It was just I felt so much more connected. Just to aspects of um, Christian history that I hadn't thought about um, the way, um, and I'm not Catholic. I'm more, I'm an Anglican, but I had been it was an evangelical world before that, and and just there wasn't such an emphasis on Mary as I knew with my grandparents. You know, in their Mm. um, Catholic faith, and so, Mm. but I had been you know touch and go on that, and part of that growing up when I'd visit church with them or something, Um, and. I connected more with this. Like, there was something there. God really cares about this stuff. Like, like um, and this is more for a, a woman, you know, like, who's, who's the one doing the primary caretaking at that time. But even mm-hmm. the recovery after birth or all of that, um, it's just that connecting with this incarnational reality. Like, Jesus was born through a birth canal, we'll just keep this clean so i don't have to click those explicit (laughs) lyrics on (laughs) itunes or whatever but like 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 god is not unaware of like the real nitty-gritty of my life Mm. and the spirit is with me and within me and there were definitely seasons when i mean it was just sleeping in every minute i could possibly get Mm
0: -hmm. possibly
1: get and um Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and god is there i think it unraveled a lot of my uh think i have to be having a certain kind of quiet time or a certain kind of thing Mm -hmm. i mean i think there was some of those seasons in that year i talked about after my second one was born and my husband traveling and i had undiagnosed fibromyalgia i'm like i don't know did i read the bible Mm -hmm. did i pray Mm -hmm. yeah you know when i was nursing i would i would think about god (laughs) i would pray for my kid Um, and honestly some of the practical things and this is um, this would get along more along the lines of a device, but I'll be honest. My spiritual director did that with me during those season. Like she would say, "Kimberly, you need to, you know, think about your day like this, you know." And she even at one point, I mean, knowing different tendencies, she worked deeply with the enneagram. Like when I was bemoaning some things, and just she's like, "Kimberly, you you chose this life,
0: <laughs> you know." I
1: mean, so there's both this tender like compassion. I mean, always there was always this underlying tender compassion, but then also. Yes, and, and this is what you've wanted and this is what it is. Mm. And so this deep level of acceptance, um, uh, she would push me on that too. Um, mm. But then also um, bring me, invite me into something more. Where do I Where, where are just my natural rhythms of connecting with God? And mm-hmm. so I would fold the laundry and I'd pray for friends who, you know, there I had a few friends at the time, I can think of two specifically, who just wanted to be married. And they would say that real vulnerably. Mm-hmm. And so I would hate lawn, hated, hate, uh, I don't hate it as much, but it's it's a lot. Laundry <laughs> multiplies. Mm-hmm. And I'd fold the laundry and I would pray for those friends who wish they had someone else's underwear and socks to fold. Mm. And it was just a way for me just to kind of tangibly say, like, the things I'm doing matter and I'm gonna integrate something else into my life and that's all I've got today. Mm. Or I'm praying for my child's poop. Forgive me. You know what (laughs) I mean? It's just like, I don't know, they're not going to the bathroom, I don't know, I don't know how to think about
0: this. The nitty gritty. The
1: nitty gritty and I think I connected with Christ in a whole different way.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean it's you know, and a very strong element strain in our tradition of God being found in the suffering, mm-hmm. and that's not to um, whitewash it or romanticize it. And right. It's much easier to say
1: yeah.
0: here, sitting across the table, right. being comfortable and fairly <laughs> right. healthy. Um, when I have
1: all potty-trained children. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> but um, but there's something in the, I mean, God meets us there, like you said. Yeah. There, There's an invitation there, mm-hmm. too, and I do think it's hard to see, but there are just so many stories of people profoundly finding God in that. It's often not the mountaintop Mm -mm. experiences as wonderful as that would be. And so I think of this line I heard from, um, I think it was James Finley who said, you know, God, if the Christian tradition, if the Christian tradition teaches us anything, it's that God does not protect us from anything, Mm -hmm. but he infinitely sustains us through everything. Mm -hmm. And, that's so hard for someone like oh, me to hear, um, yeah. But it's so comforting as well mm-hmm. um, to go. Yeah, someone has. I've I've been through my share of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like everyone else. But someone has, at the end of the day, taken perfectly good care of me. Yeah, through all of that. Yeah, um, not in the ways I would have wanted. Yeah. But yeah. here, here I am. Here I am, and I'm I'm still connected to God. And so, mm-hmm. so it'd be great if, like, the mountain, if we could. Um, uh, differentiate the two sides like we have like the nitty gritty where God isn't Mm -hmm. and then the mountaintop where we really connect with Mm -hmm. God and you know as a parent you could go in and close the door and meditate and be like oh here I am God and then the kids knocking on the door like no 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 I'm with God now (laughs) right? right. not with you but they're one in the same you know they're one in the it's not a you don't have to close the door on it like God's the one knocking saying hey I'm hungry for Cheerios
1: Yeah, can I have a
0: snack pack Whatever it is.
1: That is so true. And to let those constant limitations be these invitations. I think that's, and that is such an essential shift from a spiritual practice standpoint in parenthood is to let all of these things where I was unlimited before. And so I chose my spiritual practice. And now my Mm. spiritual practice chooses me. And that feels very confining. Mm -hmm. But to see that as the invitation. Those are the doors that I have to keep walking through,
0: yeah. right? That knocking yeah. on
1: the, that knocking. Where yes. is someone? Ah, I, just leave me alone another minute. And we do have to watch. When is there too much exhaustion? When do we need to step in and say, you know, someone needs to give me a, a, a nap. I need a break. I need mm-hmm. a break. I mean, we all need to just be able to raise that white flag and sure. have people to do that too. Yeah. But um. Yeah, to see those places as invitations. I have a great story that just came to mind, and it happened yeah. last week. So it's very nice and humbling. <laughs> but my six-year-old, um, we were having breakfast, and he just honestly wouldn't eat. Whatever. I mean, just, I don't know. He just, he be- just moaned about every single thing. I was gonna make and I'm I don't generally make a whole bunch of things. I'm like this is what's breakfast, this is what we do. And for whatever reason, this morning we got in this cat and mouse chase of I'm gonna eat I'm not gonna eat that. Well I'll make this. Well, I'm not gonna eat that either. And and I ended up just yelling at him. I mean, I just lost my mind. It was mm-hmm. the first thing in the morning, and I'm like, dude, eat food if you're hungry and get on with your day. I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. And he threw tears because even my tone wasn't that nice, but I'm sitting in front of a microphone, so I can't go, you know, as loud as I was. It's so embarrassing. But like, he just pushed every button, and they're my buttons. That's my responsibility, right? Yeah, sure. But he looks at me and he through starts crying. Mom, I know you didn't meditate today. I know you didn't oh. meditate.
0: <laughs> From the mouths oh. of
1: babes. <laughs> and I'm like, ah. Oh. I mean, because right now, I'm, yeah, I am able to put that into my life a little more. I can get up early again like I didn't for, I mean, I probably didn't get up early for five or six years, you know, yeah. um, because I just couldn't. And I'm a morning person. I don't think everybody needs to. That's just my thing. Mm-hmm. And now I can do that again because everyone sleeps and mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, and it feels good. I feel like more like myself. And I wasn't able to do that before. But he's right. I didn't get up early. I was just kind of slogging around and tired and didn't meditate and boy, he was mad about it. And he was hurt. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I did. I And said he
0: connected it in his mind. He connected the yes, two.
1: Yes. My mommy is losing her mind because she didn't meditate. Yeah. And of course, I want to say, I'm losing my mind because you won't eat your food. <laughs> um, but I didn't. I said, you know what? You're right, bud. And I'm sorry. And hopefully by the time I pick you up from school, I will have recalibrated myself because I am just losing it this morning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it is just a series of turnarounds, right? Finding yeah. those limitations are actually invitations and then just humbling right. ourselves.
0: Yeah. But it's not separate <laughs> that God's there yeah. with an invitation always somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So where yeah. is God in the exhausting just getting by routine? He's right there. Yeah. He just it's just found in a different experience mm-hmm. than it was before. And um props to all those parents living it right now because it's it's the real deal yeah those little people you know they're Mm. you can't really romanticize it you can't oh they're cute the little faces they are cute i mean they are they're sweet and i love them and it's great but i still want my time and i want to be alone or i want to read a book or i want to finish a book or whatever it is um but they're um yeah they need us and they're watching and so with all the screw-ups I really think God's in the humility of parenting a lot mm-hmm. of the constant I'm sorry's and the constant wow yeah I gotta mm-hmm. figure that out so
0: yeah 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 well said thanks for offering your vulnerable parenting perspective. <laughs> yeah appreciate
1: it yeah, yeah.
0: Well, if you have anything to add to the conversation, um, a different take or uh, something you'd like to let us know, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us directly at askaspiritualdirector at gmail.com. We also have a form that you can fill out if you want to submit your own question for the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. That link is in the show notes, too. We'll see you next time.